When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Powered by Learfield. This is the Bobcat Insider, your exclusive look at Montana State Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bobcats, Jay Sanderson. Well, hey there, you have found the world's only podcast exclusively for diehard Montana State fans. Whether you're with us on MSUBobcats.com or if you found us on the Apple iTunes Store, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, or iHeartRadio, we're glad you're here. Saturday was senior day at Bobcat Stadium. Ten men played their final regular season home game hosting the Northern Colorado Bears. After a win the Saturday before over Cal Poly, Montana State needed to win again to keep its postseason hopes alive. It was a great day, particularly for the Bobcat defense. Here's a look back at how it went down. This is Montana State football. Time now to look back at last week's game with this week's Bobcat Rewind. Mott in the pocket, throws, and it is tipped, and it's intercepted. Shaquay Allen, his fifth of the year, runs out left, gets a block at the left numbers at the 40, the Northern Colorado 30, down the left sideline, the 20, the 10, the 5, and he goes out of bounds inside the 5-yard line. On fourth and goal from the 3, Coy Steele and Kevin Cass is wide right. Steele motions in. They fake it to him. Anderson runs out right, has the edge. He's in. Touchdown. Montana. Anderson rolls out to his right, throws on the run, caught by Jones at the numbers right at the 10, makes a man miss, stiff arms, he's at the 5, he dives, he's in, touchdown, Montana State! Gasses Johnson wide right, first and goal from the 4, Anderson keeps it, he runs up the middle, and he stumbles his way across the goal line, touchdown, Montana State! Troy Anderson, second rushing score of the day. Hot with the running back, Ison next to him. 
in the pocket, throws over the middle, it's intercepted. Fa'anoto picks it off at the 40 left numbers, and he is chopped down at Northern Colorado's 35-yard line. Mott drops, they'll throw it on third down over the middle. It's caught by the tight end, McCauley. He is out to the 10. He fumbles the football. Montana State scoops it up. This will come from 42 on his longest attempt of the season. From the left, hash is blocked. Montana State got a piece of it. It rolls into the end zone. Brought gets a hand on it. Mitch Brott. Here comes Cassis into motion across the formation. They give it to him on the jet sweep. He has the edge at the 40, at the 45. Zigzags out toward the boundary at the 15. He goes out of bounds to the Northern Colorado 47. Travis Johnson in there as the quarterback. Take the snap. Johnson makes a man miss. Runs out left. Has the edge. He's in. Touchdown. Montana State. The fourth rushing touchdown of the season for Travis Johnson. The Bobcats may have just thrown the death blow to the Northern Colorado Bears. It's 27-7. Mott, the snap. He pulls it and runs it. He runs into Fa'anoto. He falls forward. The ball comes loose. And Montana State falls on it. There's no whistle. That would mean the Bobcats have picked it up. Keaton Mott fumbles it. The officials get together and the Bobcats get it. Pass protection for Martin. He steps up and he is sacked. The third sack of the day for the Montana State defense. Getting home is Bryce Sturk. Montana State beats Northern Colorado on senior day by a final score of 35-7. Montana State is now 6-4 overall, 4-3 in the Big Sky Conference. The Bobcats' offensive numbers were not eye-popping, just 329 total yards compared to 302 for Northern Colorado. But the four turnovers gave Montana State great field position. In fact, in the first half, four of the seven drives for the Bobcats started in Northern Colorado territory. Individually, Troy Anderson had his seventh 100-yard rushing game of the season. 13 carries, 104 yards, and three touchdowns. Isaiah Afonso carried it 16 times for 67 yards. Logan Jones was the leading receiver in the game. Three catches and a touchdown. After it was wrapped up, the victorious head coach, Jeff Choate, met with the local media. They were spectacular after that four Yeah, they got an assist for me. I gave him 15 yards. So uh, those guys uh, really, I mean, I'm telling you, man, this, this group, some of the wide receivers they have, are really good, and I think our secondary was just phenomenal today. I think uh, you know Kyle Reisinger, Mark Orfei, tip of the hat to those two guys. They had those guys dialed in. I mean, they were communicating based on splits. Um, they knew the routes were coming. They tried to hit a two-move route on Jalen Cole. Played it textbook. Um, we got some heat on the quarterback as the game went on, and uh, I thought that was obviously critical. The takeaways can't say enough about that. Those guys are hawking the ball and making plays for us. Uh, probably the only real negative was just our inability to score when we got the ball inside the five a couple times. But, you know, like I told Matt, I was like, hey, that shows up on film every week against, I mean, for 10 games, those guys are really, really stout inside the red zone. Their D-line is hard to move. Uh, they're good against the run, and they, they, they showed that. And, you know, we were able to kind of, you know, capitalize on some field position at times and, and then put a couple drives together in the, in the second half. So uh, good team win. I'm really happy for uh, our group of seniors. And uh, now it's on to the next one. What's with this turnover trend, kind of renaissance that your defense is really Yeah, I, I said this a couple weeks ago, Greg. It's just, you know, you harp on it, you harp on it, you harp on it. Sometimes you just got to kind of break the dam a little bit, and then the flood starts, and that's kind of what's happened going back to the Weber State game where we were able to, to, to take the ball away a couple of times, and it's kind of been a trend, and certainly that's something that we're excited about, and we need to have that continue. The, the coverages, it seemed like they were making mock, mock hold the ball 
quite a bit. Did that did influence the mass rush ability? Yeah, I think for sure, you know, I mean, anytime that you can play good coverage, and, and I think we mixed coverage enough that it confused him a little bit, and uh, that was some times where he was kind of holding the ball a little. Um, yeah, I just think, I, I think Ty called a good game, and I think our guys on the defensive side did a really nice job. Tyrone Falanona with an interception. Yeah, we tried to get Tucker a touchdown in the um, score pass, but that didn't work. But uh, no, those guys, I knew that that group was going to play extremely hard, and they're a very prideful group of young men, and uh, really proud to send them out uh, with a victory here at Bobcat, at Bobcat Stadium. It was uh, Jacques' interception in particular, the first of, of those takeaways, yeah. especially after they had scored on their first drive. Yep, I think it, it quelled some momentum for them, uh, created momentum for us, and that's what those types of plays do. And um, thought it was, you know, very timely. Six wins. You know, what, is, what exactly do you think that means for the program and the progress? That you it means we're winners for the first time in a while around here, and that's important. Um, but that's, you know, that's not the end game, obviously. I mean, it's a, the idea is to. Uh, be in a constant state of improvement and, and, and keep pressing forward. And um, you know we've got an opportunity to play another game, and then we'll see what happens. Defensively, when they were when they were on that stretch play, did you guys do anything to adjust that? It seemed like that hurt, hurt you early, but it seems like they. Yeah, I think we did a little bit better job of triggering with the, at the linebacker position. Um, we got out leveraged a couple of times on the perimeter, and um, you know they got good players too. I mean. I didn't know that number 16 was actually number one today, so that, that was a little bit. I was like, where's 16? You know, I mean, it looks just like him, but uh, uh, it took us a while to figure out that's who that guy was. They, I think they ran nine offensive plays inside their own five-yard line during that second quarter. you ever seen anything like that? I don't know. That was, that was interesting. I mean, some of it was our inability to punch the ball in, but also, you know, in the punt game, we were able to do a nice job of flipping the field and, and controlling field position. Last week that you guys weren't finishing. Do you think y'all did that today? Yeah, I mean, last week was frustrating. We had a three-score lead going into 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and we just kind of, you know, took our foot off the gas pedal today. It was nice to see uh, our guys finish, you know, put that score up to, to, to make it a four-score margin and, and for our defense to hold up and not give something up at the end. So I was proud of the way our guys responded there. You said, you said that uh, the 15-yard penalty was on you. you say what happened there. I earned it. Let me just say that. <laughs> Good. Yeah, Alex Wesley, what particular did you do to take him out of the game? 81. Yeah, we played we played a lot of post safety defense and we played a lot more man than we would normally play and and that may sound interesting against a player who's who's so dynamic but where he gets a lot of his explosive passes is he kind of gets lost in the zones and uh, we felt like we would be better off to play more match and man coverage and um, our guys our DPs stepped up to the plate and did a tremendous job. Go sir. Back to back wins now going into the into the last one here. Um, how, how big is it to, to take that momentum into this last game? I think it's always important. You know, we've we've uh, we've we've gone into it on both sides. You know, I mean, you throw the records out the window in this in, in this last week here. So, um, you know, our, our guys know exactly what uh, what this is all about and how important this game is to the people of Montana and and to our university. So the victory for Montana State football sets up an enormous game on Saturday when the Bobcats head to Missoula for the 118th meeting with the Montana Grizzlies. In any year, this game is the most important thing in the Treasure State. It's the Super Bowl of the state of Montana, but this year, there could well be a lot more at stake. Both the Bobcats and the Grizzlies are 6-4 and four overall. Each are 4-3 and three in the big sky. The winner of this one may play their way into the FCS playoffs. Several projections around the country have both of these teams squarely on the bubble, so this could be a win-and-end game. We'll, of course, have the broadcast for you on the Bobcat Sports Network from Learfield and on the TuneIn app on your smartphone. Bobcat Hall of Famer Dan Davies and I will have the call. Pre-game coverage takes the air at 11 o'clock. 
Montana State basketball is also underway. The Cats open the season with a couple of tough opponents, losing to Utah State and at Indiana. On Sunday, Montana State was back in Worthington Arena to host the Presentation College Saints. Here's a look back at the highlights from that one. Nick Arinen with a left-handed dribble at the top. Passes back right to Quinlan. Now on the block to the big fella Kirby. A reverse and a left-handed layup is in. Santa State senior brings it up the court. Crosses over. Gets the free throw line. Elevates for a 15-footer. It rolls around. Falls away. Tyler gets his own miss. He goes up and he puts it in. That gets the Bobcat bench on its feet. A big hustle play by Tyler Hall. Hall on the left wing of catch and shoot three. Yes, sir. Tyler Hall hits his first try of the night. Daniels has it for Montana State. A drive and a kick left to Hall. Montana State with an eight-point lead. 13 and a half to go in the first. Up to Ricketts. He fires a three and puts it in. Now here's an alley-oop from Russell Daniels to Kelgen Blevins. Sneaking in on the left side. And he jams it in with a two-handed dunk. And it's stolen by Blevins of Montana State. To Frey to Blevins. He jams it in. Oh, he took two steps from the free throw line to get home. And he jams it in. Hand off to Frey. Trying to get out there and set his feet. Can't do it. So he throws it right. Ricketts is set. He fires a three. It's a little strong. Newman the old board fighting Kuo. A behind-the-head pass to a streaking Ricketts is in. Oh, what a dish by Newman. Over to Hall on the left baseline. He goes back up. A second try. Puts it in. Got knocked to the deck. Tyler Hall's up to 12. That's his first bucket of the second half. Spray on the left side. He gets double team. He goes up with his shot. Fake a lot of contact. And somehow, how did that go in? From the angle on the short corner, it hits the backboard and goes in. Levins on the baseline, drives and throws it to Hall. A little bit low, but he gathers it in. Fires a three and puts it in. Daniels on the left side in transition. He goes in, scoops it left, up to Blevins. Right-handed scoop is in. Goes to Blevins. A kick out in the left corner. Hall, wide open, look at a three. It bounces around, but Blevins on the follow, puts it in. Bobcats bring it into the front corner. No look dish into Blevins. Left-handed layup is in. What a feat by Newman. Final score, Montana State 83 presentation. College at 68. The Bobcats are now 1-2 and two on the season. Kelgen Blevins had a career game. 26 points and 16 rebounds. Both of those personal best. He was also 12-15 from the field. Tyler Hall scored 15 points to go along with 6 rebounds. Layden Ricketts, 13 points is Bobcat best. 12 points, a career high for Devin Kirby on a perfect shooting game. 5-5 five of five from the field and 2-2 two of two at the foul line. Montana State again now 1-2 and two on the season. And when it was over, Brian Fish joined us on the Bobcat Radio Network. I want to start with Kelgen Blevins. 26 points on 12-15 shooting, 16 rebounds in 29 minutes. What, what do you make of the game he had tonight? Well, first of all, he's got himself in fantastic shape so he can play 29 minutes at a very hard level. Second of all, uh, you know, the other night in Indiana, I thought he competed as well as he has since he's been here. And and when things were going bad, he still was in there fighting. And tonight, you know, when you put the team first and things go, you know, we had some guys that are sick and not and not playing at full speed today. And he comes in there and just leads and gets us going again today. And uh, he, he was fantastic. I, I mean, I think that was his best game so far just all around. When you look at the defensive effort tonight, you saw, and you can help unpack this a little bit, you saw a lot of communication, Mm -hmm. a consistent high-level rotations were pretty on point throughout the whole first half and then for the majority of the second half as well. What are you seeing that you're liking on your defense? 
Well, we're starting to understand it a little bit. We're starting to understand where, uh, what shots we want to give up and what shots we don't. Uh, you know, again, we won the boards by 18 tonight. Uh, you know, that started a trend the other night when we were basically battled Indiana even, even. And tonight, you know, we, we were battling them again against a team that was pretty quick and athletic. So I was happy about that. You know, really happy when you start to look. Kelgen 16, Tyler 6. DK only had 11 minutes because of foul work, but Harry stuck in there and got four. All of a sudden, you start getting our wings and our guards in there rebounding, and that was good. I thought Sam was very good tonight uh, in there. So we had some attention to detail on there. We had some good talk. Uh, Backline had talk. I thought that started with Sam and Kelgen being really good out there with their verbal communication. Russell Daniels had a night tonight. He doesn't show up on the stat sheet, and he won't because he's not a scorer, but five assists, Uh one turnover. How have you liked the way he's kind of picked things up? Well, you know, I mean, I threw two young point guards that never played D1 basketball in Russell and Quentin against Utah State and Indiana. I mean, that's I didn't really make it very simple for him. And and for those two guys to have nine assists and one turnover, and the turnover was a pretty good pass. Layden just didn't catch it. And, uh, you know, and... Uh, uh, so I, I liked what they did. The ball moved. You know, everything made sense. Uh, the plays they were making, uh, which resulted in 22 assists for our team. And I think the ball movement it starts with the point guards, and I thought those two guys did an excellent job getting it going. Because the defense has played pretty well tonight, you also saw a transition game. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really key by those bigs. Kelgen, Sam, uh, DK, those guys ran the floor, forced a lot of action against that Saint defense, what did you see in transition? Well, Coach, I mean, you coached this game for a long time. We got a lot of good look transition looks against Indiana. We got a lot of transition looks again tonight that are just going to start falling because we haven't necessarily been always a transition team around here, and we're starting to get the shots are good. I can think of a couple by Layden. I can think a couple by Harry and Tyler that are that are just sitting there going, good shot, good shot, good shot. I mean, we're 6 of 20 tonight from the three-point line, and, and I'm telling you, we're getting ready to knock the nets off of it here pretty good because we're starting to shoot shots, making extra passes and stuff like that. I mean, Tyler missed a couple extra pass shots, but then Kelgen put him in with tip ins, and and so you got extra pass, good shot, good rebounding. That's what I wanted to see tonight, and we did some of that. I'm going to ask this question from the perspective of you have length that you've not had in your previous seasons here at Montana State. There were moments tonight we talked about it a little bit where it looked like they were you guys were very deliberate about making sure the ball went to the post yep. on a given possession. How much are you having to kind of recondition your guards and beat it into them that the ball's got to go inside? A lot, you know. DK need to see the ball go through the net. I mean, think about this. Think of the big guys he went through against Jawan Morgan the other night. I mean, that <laughs> might be as good a big guy as we've seen. And I'm talking about Kyra Anthony Towns when we played Kentucky with a purpose. You know, he made a purpose, and DK fought him for seven rebounds. Tonight, he was able to go five for five from the floor in 11 or 12 minutes, whatever he played there, and got 12 points and stuff like that. Then, I, you know, it was a bad matchup for Oost tonight where they, they played with five guards, so we had to kind of go a different route there and played some other ways. But that's okay. That's part of the game. Um, you know, I thought Max, as soon as, you know, he plays American ball, he's pretty good when he goes that European move inside it's a travel we just got to get that out of him but he's coming he's coming and uh we just got to keep moving forward with those bigs because uh, that's you know throwing it to him and scoring inside today points in the paint we had 48 and that's a that's probably a career high for us so now you get sent to go back out on the road you'll play a bundle of games on the road uh here in the in the coming weeks to start with wednesday night a trip down to colorado state another mountain west team uh what's the schedule look like for the next couple of days 
Well, we had a yesterday off, uh, so we're good to go, you know, as far as that. Uh, we've got a lot of guys different playing time. Harry was the only one that had to go in there and get a little, a lot more minutes than I wanted. Um, you know, so we need to, we need to get out here tomorrow. We need to watch some film, lift some weights. Uh, no school tomorrow. Uh, thanks to all the veterans out there and everything they do for giving us an opportunity to play. But uh, we get a chance to have a day off tomorrow and sleep in a little bit, get in, watch film lift, and, and start to make an adjustment for a team that's playing really, really well right, right now. And uh, so I'm excited about it. We needed to get a win. We got it, and we wanted to feel good about that. Montana State basketball is on the road for a pair of games this week. Wednesday night, the Bobcats will take on their second Mountain West opponent of the season's first four games when they visit Colorado State. We'll have the broadcast for you on the Bobcat Sports Network from Learfield. Our pregame coverage takes the air at 6.30. On Saturday, the Cats are at UC Santa Barbara. David Gascon will have the play-by-play. In Bozeman, you can hear that game on 1450 KMMS. It will also be available on TuneIn. The broadcast takes the air at 2.30. Tip-off is set for 3 o'clock. Be sure to check out our web-only content this week on msubobcats.com. Also, don't forget about the Bobcat Insider Television Show Thursday night at 9.30 on your local Fox station. Until then, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. It's also there for you on our website, msubobcats.com. Stay engaged and interactive with us. You can send me an email, jsanderson at msubobcats.com, or you can follow me on Twitter at msubobcatsvoice. I'm Jay Sanderson. Thanks so much for being with us, and we'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to the Bobcat Insider. Be sure to stay up to date with all things Montana State Athletics by visiting msubobcats.com and by following the Cats on social media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram using the handle msubobcats. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.